Welcome, 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 welcome to the Mocha Love Podcast. My name is Nakisha Wilson and I am the host of this amazing show. Um, Technically, this is show three because I've recorded um, an episode with the amazing dance set from Inspirational Dance. Um, I've recorded a session with myself, but I haven't published it yet, but I was thinking about it and I said, well, let me record something just introducing myself before I start to bring guests on. So a little bit about me. My name is Nikisha Wilson. I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for six years. Now in this entrepreneurship journey, it's been a complete roller coaster. Like it's like I literally thought that when I quit my nine to five, I was like, I got a few dollars. Like, let me jump into this entrepreneurship because I've always been an entrepreneur. Like literally I was hustling candy when I was in middle school. So I jumped into entrepreneurship and it's been quite a journey. So um, that's it. I'm a full-time entrepreneur. That's what I do, right? I'm married to my amazing husband, Corey. Um, He'll be on these shows once in a while, whenever he feels like it, Um, who has retired like he retired at 43. Um, He envisioned that for himself and he created it. So now he is retired. Um, I have three boys that I've raised. Two of them are adults now and the other one is a teenager. Um, So that's that's my life like that's my family life that's my life who i am i'm still discovering who i am um who i thought i was was an entrepreneur i thought i was a hustler i thought i was the um superwoman i thought i was strong independent and didn't have to depend on anyone that's who i thought i was um I thought I had to show face and just be happy because everyone knew me as just being happy and fun and fun to be around. Um, And I just thought, you know what, this is who I am. Like, this is who I am. Um, And when I wasn't happy and I wasn't joyous and I wasn't in a good space, a lot of times people didn't see that part of me. They never saw that part of me. So their assumption was, Oh, Nahisha is doing so well. She has two businesses or three. I don't know at the time. She have her. She owns a laundromat. You know, laundromat makes money. So if she owns a laundromat. She's making money, right? So at one point, I was running my laundromat, and I owned a cafe called Mocha Lounge. And Mocha Lounge was supposed to be the space where people can just come in and the vibe would just be so dope and we would celebrate um art and poetry and music and just all sorts of art and i just wanted to pour back into the community but what i discovered was i couldn't pour into the community because i was empty um And I just kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going. Like I literally would go like 16, 17, 18 hour days of just working. Um, And it took a toll on me. So 
in 2020, um, and I have to give the backstory um, of how I got to where I am today, and, and all of that will make sense. So in 2020, I was just in a really dark space. I was in a space where I would go to bed at like seven, like I would have migraines, um, I would be stressed and overwhelmed, and everything was wrong. Like I couldn't really find happiness and joy and gratitude and anything. So, you know, it was just heavy for me. So in November of 2020, um, I said, you know what, this version of you is no longer working. So you have to do something to change it. But I didn't know what to do. Like I've, I mean, to pat myself on my own back, but I'm smart. Like I'm, you know, I was like, Nikisha, you're smart. Like, why can't you figure this thing out? Like, why can't you figure out life? Why isn't there a path? Like, why didn't someone say, this is the road to take. It will make it a lot easier. And maybe someone did say it. And um, I just wasn't listening. All right, so listen. This is real life. Um they're doing construction outside my window and I can hear it. So I'm going to pause, go close the windows and I'm coming right back. All right. So I'm back. Um, so my life literally became resenting the thing that I thought I wanted. Um, because I had no time for me, no time for my husband, no time for my family. And I thought if I worked harder, like if I work harder, like if I work harder, I'm not working hard enough, but I was exhausted. So I'm like, how much more can I work? Like maybe I'll just not sleep. But what was happening was I would work to the point where I became stressed and overwhelmed. And when I sit back and look at it, it was a form of depression, right? It was a form of depression and I didn't know I was depressed. So I said, you know what? I was like, God, the only thing I could do is walk. So I got up and I started walking and I said, I'll do a mile a day and Today marks 303 days since I've been walking and my life has completely changed. But it not only changed from walking, it walking was one part, right? Like I changed the habit. I started waking up at 5 a.m. I started walking because I knew I had to get out of this dark space. Um, and in Janu January 1st, 2020, I... I was on, what's that new thing called? Uh, Clubhouse, yes. So now I'm, I'm on Clubhouse heavy and I'm listening to people at 5 a.m. and I'm listening and I'm motivating and I'm listening to Les Brown and I'm listening to Tony Robbins and I'm listening to Morning Motivation and I'm listening and I'm listening and I'm trying to feed myself with these things and it has me up and it has me moving in the morning but when I'm not listening to it, I, I am still not managing myself and not managing my schedule. So um, what 
I decided to do, no, I didn't decide anything. God, God decided it for me. So January 1st, I was listening to Clubhouse and I was listening to Damon John and he did a goal setting um, workshop. I don't know what you call it on Clubhouse. You know, he did a goal setting thingy and I listened and he said one of the things that he does is he every year he write his obituary right and he write it from a standpoint where he disappointed someone and a standpoint where you know how regular obituaries are where you're like oh my god Nikisha she was beautiful she loved her community and everyone in her community loved her she will be missed she leaves behind her three children, her husband, her mom. And I read that obituary. I wrote it actually. I'm sorry, I gotta back up. I'm backing up, we're gonna have to edit. I'm going back to the obituary story. So January 1st, he said, write an obituary from a person who think you did well, you know, Everyone thinks you, you do well when you die. And then write it from someone that you disappointed. And January 1st, I laid on the bed and I could not write my obituary. Like I couldn't, like I couldn't, I couldn't get the strength to write it. Like I knew that this wasn't real, but I couldn't find, I couldn't write this obituary. Um, yeah. So I didn't do it. I was like, oh, no, Damon, I don't know how you do this, but I'm going to have to figure out a different way because this doesn't work for me. But I'll continue to listen to you and I'll take whatever I can from it. And January 2nd, it was approximately, uh, I think around 8.20. I was in the laundromat. And I was short staffed, right? And I've always been short staffed because I think I can work through it. And I was in the office and the way the laundromat is set up, like it's open to the public, everyone can come in. And then in the back, there's like an office with the phone and the supplies and whatnot. And I was in the back and my door was open. And I usually leave the door to the laundromat, to the office open because it's me. Like, I know everyone in the community. I know all my customers. I know them by name. I know their children. Um, I know what type of week they're having because that's just the type of individual I was, right? Um, so I'm on the phone with my girlfriend and I, it was my girlfriend, Khadijah, and I was complaining about my son. And I was like, I was going in. I can't remember verbatim, but I know I was like, if I was 22 and I didn't have any kids, I would be doing this and I would be doing that. And da, 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 da. And I'm all, mind you, it's 8.20 in the morning. And now I'm looking back at myself like, oh, sis, that energy. Um, it's 8.22 in the morning. And I saw a gentleman come in and, you know, we had to wear the mask and the hoodie and all that good stuff. And he had a mask on. He had his hoodie on. He had a laundry bag in his hand. So he walked over to the dryer. I said to myself, oh, he's probably just drying clothes. So I turned my back and I continued 
literally clobbering my son and just 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 not being a good parent at that moment um and I turned around and he pulled out a gun and I immediately went into survival mode I went into okay Nikisha you're gonna give him everything that he want um right now as smooth as you can so that you don't get hurt because I I, I don't know I, I didn't know what else to do so he came in he helped me at gunpoint I gave him like I picked up the register and like dumped it in his bag and I gave him everything um which wasn't much because it was the second of the month (laughs) only wasn't much period because it's a laundromat right um and it's 2021 almost everyone used cards now but needless to say in that moment like all of that didn't click um so he came in and he held me at gunpoint and and he robbed me and when he walked out the door I just started screaming like I literally was crying I had to lock all the doors I had to go in the corner my girlfriend was still on the phone so she called my husband he came down I pressed the alarm Um, the cops came and between my tears I continued to work Um, I continued to make sure that the customer's clothes were tagged and the notes were there for the next person that come in. I called my employee and said, I need you to come in a little early. We have an emergency. Um, and I continued to function as if that didn't happen. Um, I got in the cop car and they took me down to the precinct and um, they put me in a room and they, and they, my, at this point, my phone was dead. Um, my phone died. I told my husband where, well, my husband knew where I was. He was going to meet me. They were like pulling up footage and stuff to give to the police department. And um, I got in a cop car. We drove around. I couldn't identify him. Like, I couldn't. But we got, I couldn't. Um, I went down to the police department and they put me in this room. And the room was cold. I didn't have a charger. My phone died. And the only thing I had was a paper and an orange notebook from the dollar store. I'm sorry, a pen and an orange notebook from the dollar store. And I opened up this orange notebook and I wrote my obituary. And I wrote it from a place where I said, Nikisha Wilson was an amazing wife and she loved her kid and she loved her community. And She will be missed. Can't believe I'm crying right now, but that's just where I'm at. Um, And she will be missed 
by her husband and her children. And then I wrote an obituary from a place of disappointment. And what I wrote was, Nakisha loved entrepreneurship and she put everything into it. And she got so caught up and so lost and so buried into figuring it out that she forgot that the people that she was trying to figure it out for were being neglected. Um, so I wrote, okay, now I'm crying. Okay. I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know if this is part of it, <laughs> but I'm just going to keep going because, um, quitting is not an option, right? Um, but I wrote my obituary from a place where my house was chaotic. My husband just wanted love. My kids just wanted me to be present. And these were the people that I was doing all of this for. And these are the people that I neglected. Um, and that day, my husband picked me up. And um, I'll never forget. Everyone called him. Like, I had people from South Jersey calling him. Oh, by the way. I'm in New Jersey, South Jersey, North Jersey. You know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do an episode on that. Um, I had my mom. I had my girlfriends. I had customers calling me. And um, and I just wanted to be alone. Like, I just wanted to really just process what just happened and it felt like a funeral it felt like um this is everyone that would show up at my funeral and this is what they would say and i thought about my life and i thought about where my life was going and that day i made the decision and I will no longer live the way that I was living. Um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't do the paperwork for life insurance. Like I, the person that, that, that preached to everyone else did not do complete the paperwork for life insurance. So that was one of the first things that I did the following day. I called my girlfriend. I set up my life insurance. I called USAA. Oh, I was in the military. That's another show. Um, I set up life insurance because I realized in that moment that life is so much more than just me. And we take some of these things for granted and we take time for granted. So, um, sniffling <laughs> and we take, um, we take time for granted. And literally in that moment, I decide I cannot continue to be this person. Like I cannot continue to live this way. And I closed the laundromat for two weeks. 
Um, and the reason I closed the laundromat is because every black man that walked in the door scared me. My sons are black. My husband is black. My dad is a black man. The people that I love and the people that I want to pour into and the people that I, I want to see win. I mean, I want to see everyone win, but the people that are closest to me are black. So how can I function when a black man walks in the door and I'm scared? So I closed the laundromat for two weeks and um, I started hiring and I said, God, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to get paid. I don't know how we're going to. I don't I don't know, but we're going to figure it out. And um, and that's what I did. I hired a full staff. I hired a driver um, and we just went to work and that would happen as a result of that the combination of discovering depression and January 2nd, what happened was I started working on me. I stopped looking at outside resources and I started working on me and I took a, I've been taking personal development for Eight months now, um, like intense personal development. And I started discovering um, my habits and my traits and my behavior and, and some things that were unconsciously passed down to me. And I didn't even know that there were liabilities in my life. And I started looking at my lack of consistency and I started look, I just started looking, looking at myself from the outside. And, and the more I dive into personal development, the more I discovered and the deeper I got to know me. So when I say, who am I? Um, I am discovering who I am and I am discovering my potential and I am discovering my why. Um, but the one thing that I've learned in this journey is that there is no path. There is no yellow brick road. You have to be looking for more. And I've learned so much through entrepreneurship, through overcoming some of the things that I've dealt with in the past that I know that God didn't put me through all these things for me to just die with it. So um, this platform is a platform where we will have conversations and we will start to talk and have open communication and dialogue to inspire and teach our audience because I know there's a 20 year old that know that there's more for her but she doesn't know how or for him and he doesn't know how um there's a 40 year old all right <laughs> like myself that a year ago i didn't know how i didn't know what was stopping me 
And what I've discovered that everything that I was looking for was already inside of me. I literally just had to get out of my own way and I had to put myself in environments and I had to put myself in spaces that allowed me to grow and I had to put myself around people that told me like, Nakisha, you're wrong. And I had to accept all of these things and I had to put myself in a place where I now know that it does not matter what happened to you. It does not matter what your parents did. It does not matter what your friend did. It doesn't matter what your teacher did. At the end of the day, it is all up to you. And the first step is taking action. So <laughs> this is Nakisha Wilson from the Mocha Love Podcast. And I am taking action to share how I've overcome and, and continue to take a journey to discover who I am, right? And how can I share how I've gotten to the space of where I am? Because I am, I've discovered the success of life. And it has nothing to do with entrepreneurship and it has nothing to do with money. And everything that I need, I now know is already here. So. Let's start the conversation so that we can grow and develop and become better versions of ourselves and become a version of ourselves that we didn't even know was possible. So that's what I am today. And and I am just looking forward to what I will be tomorrow. So see y'all on the next episode. This is Nikisha from Mocha Love. We will continue to bring guests. We will continue to share. We will continue to have conversations to build each other up. Um, that's it. Peace. Oh, read a book. Read a book. Read a book. Okay, I'm currently reading Limitless by Jim Quick. Um, a lot of the answers we're looking for is already here, but we have to slow down long enough to actually receive it. So, peace.